Um, sweet. All right. Hi, hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the Fuck You Mentality. As you guys probably remember, this podcast used to be Hi, Hello by Lisa. It was basically like a diary. I would just like talk shit about life. Anyways, um, I'm glad that I set the premise because now we're going to be welcoming the Fuck You Mentality. And the Fuck You Mentality is going to be an array of interviews of other entrepreneurs, other professionals, like my beautiful gallery here right now. This is Alexa. Say hello. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, of course. Um, I'm at Alexa by absolute fluke. I put out a model call and she happened to be like, hey, I'm totally game. And we met that way. We stayed connected. And it's it's been kind of cool because she's the only person. I'm not going to give away her job yet, but she's the only person that I have that I have on my social media that does this job that is actually relatable. If that makes sense, you know? So I'm not going to give it away, but Alexa, I'm going to let you take the floor. Please tell us what you do, who you are, and what the hell you're doing with your life. Yes. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I am a registered dietitian. So um, some people get it confused, nutritionist versus registered dietitian. Um, There is a difference. I had to go to school for nutrition. Um, I didn't have to just, you know, take a course. So I had to go to school. I had to do an internship and I also have a master's degree in dietetics. So nutrition for years and years of education um, and experience. So I have a lot of experience working with um, eating disorder patients. I worked at an eating disorder clinic for about a year. Um, In undergrad, I actually worked for the Wisconsin Badgers. So I'm from Wisconsin so cold there. It's great. (laughs) Um, And really uh, focused on helping the athletic department with um, performance, recovery, all the things with the um, student athletes, Mm -hmm. which was super awesome. Um, And then after um, grad school, I actually moved to sunny Las Vegas and worked for the UFC. So I worked for um, the fighters, if you know, like, you know, the the guys and the gals who beat up each other in the Mm -hmm. ring. I worked for them. It was an awesome job. It was, you know, a huge passion of mine, um, but I did end up now going into um, private practice, but a little background about me um, and how I got involved is I just find it so fascinating how nutrition can play such a huge role in like all aspects of health, not just like our physical as well. Um, I grew up as a dancer and I found that I was always hating my body and like trying to get into this, like dancer's body that just, you know, I wasn't built that way. So that was one struggle I had. But then I also realized that like nutrition plays such a key role in how I performed as a dancer, how I recovered as a dancer. Um, And so that's really how I started my my passion for nutrition. But then I found myself middle school, uh, mostly high school, early college, like just really struggling with like that disordered eating mentality where it's like, oh, I'll try this fad diet and I'll, you know, restrict myself like crazy and eat 800 calories all week. And then Friday and Saturday would come and I would completely go nuts. Um, And then, you know, that diet starts Monday mentality would start again Monday and then do the same thing. And so I was in that like really, really bad space, um, really poor relationship with food. And that was one reason why I kind of went into nutrition. So I started um, my degree in um, sophomore year. So that's when I really started developing a better relationship with food, actually, when I was like majoring in it. So um, just have a really strong passion, passion for it. Um, And then as far as UFC, I mean, it was my dream job. It was very, I love, you know, the company, I love the Mm -hmm. job, but it was very like, 
um, a lot of masculine energy. I mean, I worked with yeah. men. <laughs> a yeah. lot of um, that hustle, you know, the hustle culture, that hustle mentality that um, I found myself, like I thought that was what I wanted to do, but I found myself that it, it wasn't for me. Um, I found myself at the end of the work weeks, just like bawling my eyes out after working, you know, 80, hundred hour work weeks. Um, I found that like my physical health, my mental health was taking a toll. Um, and so I started my own private practice in fall of, let's see, 2020, fall of 2020. Yes. Um, kind of in the midst of the pandemic, super scary to like, just go on my own and like, you know, that unknown, but it was like probably the best decision ever. So I own my own business. Um, it's ask Alexa nutrition. So I'm taking a spin on the Amazon Alexa. Cause like they stole my name. So now I need to use it to my advantage, you know, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I didn't realize like, okay, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, so I primarily now work with women who are looking to lose weight, um, busy women looking to lose weight, develop a better relationship with food and really um, focus on all aspects of health. So like sleep, uh, stress management, I think body image, confidence, all of that is huge, emotional eating. So all aspects of health, not just the physical, um, but after working in this space for so long, I'm like, okay, this is where my passion is. And this is what I really love. Still love sports nutrition. It'll always be like in my heart, but this is like my rock. I just love it. So you die hard. That's where I am with that. Wow. <laughs> that that's first of all, so fucking relatable. Like in the sense of like your journey to loving food, like why you love food now, just like having that like unrealistic expectation with your body, like at a young age you, yeah, you put yourself in this bubble and you're, you're constantly finding ways to put yourself in this category that, you know, you'll never be in, you know? Right. Um, and yeah, like even with like society and just people around you, like you, of course, comparison's the biggest form of theft. So you're comparing yourself like all these years. Okay. Well, maybe if I just eat less, you know, maybe if I just restrict my diet and maybe I'll just be skinnier, like whatever, all these things. And yeah, I am in exactly the same that was my relationship with food. Mm -hmm. And that's why I've gravitated towards you because your thoughts are what I think, but you're debunking my thoughts, you know, without even like doing it, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, that, that hustle culture, man, it's, it's so enticing, right? It's like mm -hmm. it's fast paced. There's a lot of money. There's right. you're meeting all these people. It's always, it's just so much fun, but then it's not sustainable. No. Not at that's all. the, that's the part people don't don't tell you, you know? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm fast. Pay like, like, I love it. It's so much fun, but where's your mental health at? Like, where, where are you mentally? You know, people yeah, only show what they want to show, which exactly. I get it, mm -hmm. but you always fall short always. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a place for like, there's a place for hustle at times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as long as it's like aligned and like, you feel good doing it, but when it's 24 seven and it's like no breaks, low sleep, or like little sleep, um, poor nutrition, like that's when like your health suffers in this like hustle mentality. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've definitely been there and, you know, UFC was amazing. Like I love mm -hmm. the company. Um, and yeah, there's times when I miss it for sure. I mean, we have that team aspect and now I'm just like my little own, you know, I have my little golden doodle who sits here with me, but I'm by myself. Like I'm my own boss, which is awesome, but I don't have that team aspect anymore. So I do miss that. But at the same time, I'm like, it was go, go, go 24 seven. I just couldn't, couldn't handle it. Um, yeah. So, so that leads me to my first question with you is how do you 
individually define being healthy and what do you believe the standard should be? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people think that being healthy is like a certain diet, right? So like mm-hmm. I'm healthy because I do keto or I'm healthy because I cut out all sugar or, or even like I'm healthy because I'm a certain weight or fit into like a certain category I'm, I'm in this BMI range. So I'm healthy but it's really, um, it's not about that. It's an an all encompassing approach. And it's really finding what works for you. Because I think, I think you can be healthy, like there's, there's truth to the fact that like eating whole nutritious foods, most of the time from a nutrition standpoint, yes, you're, you're probably more healthy than someone who eats like fast food every day. But like, at the same time, where is your relationship with food from like, a mental health standpoint? Like, can you have a donut or have, you know, a cookie or some chips and like not feel guilt, shame, anxiety around that. So Mm -hmm. it's really finding that, like building that relationship with food and making that peace with food. That's also an aspect of health as well. And so really what I focus on in my business is finding that balance between the foods that nourish you, foods foods that um, are good for you. And then the foods that satisfy the you know, maybe some of the alcohol, maybe some of the fun foods, like the cupcakes and the cookies, but finding that balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a huge component of it, especially from a mental health, like relationship with food side of things. But then there's also all the other components that a lot of times we don't think about like sleep and stress management and like our self-love, our body image, our confidence. Um, I think just, you know, the emotional eating side of things. And I think we'll, we'll get into that a little bit too, but it's, it's an all encompassing approach. It's not just I'm on this diet, I'm healthy, or my blood work looks good. I'm healthy. It's a whole aspect. And I think we kind of touched on that too, a little bit before with like the hustle culture where it's like, Oh yeah, I'm in this hustle culture, but are you actually healthy from like all these, you know, aspects of health? So there's so many, um, different aspects of it. It's not just, you know, I'm on this certain diet or I am, you know, a healthy BMI. So I'm healthy. There's so many components to it. So it's really finding what works for you. And, um, I think healthy can, can look different for everybody, but it's Mm -hmm. not just nutrition. It's all these aspects of health. Nutrition is just like one point that makes sense. Right. And that's, that's something that I, I, I preach about, you know, like now in my journey where I'm at now, it's, I'm often met with, Oh, I got, I wish I could do what you do. And I immediately, I'm like, no, 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 no. What works for me will not work for you. My version of health is totally different from yours. Mm-hmm. And, and right now, you know, same thing. Comparison is the biggest form of theft comparing yeah. my journey and relationship with food and getting to healthiness and healthy lifestyle. And what I view as healthy is not the same as yours. And, and even just speaking to keto. So this is, this is actually off topic really quick. And I, I kind of want to debunk this really fast. I don't know. I don't know if you're versed in this, but whatever, I don't care. I have to talk about it. So keto, obviously from what I've learned, keto is designed for specific health problems. Am I right? Or am I wrong? So keto is, was originally designed for, um, usually, well, mostly children who are struggling with epilepsy. So seizures. Oh, you hear that? You guys hear that? It's designed for children with epilepsy. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, and so then it turned into like, I think the low carb phase started with like Atkins and then it got super low carb with keto. So it's kind of like this, like, you know, dragged out thing to where now 
Um, keto is what it is, is primarily like moderate protein, very, very high fat and very, very low carb. Um, right. and so, yes, do you have a question about it or are you just can, thinking of my opinion on it? <laughs> no, I wanted, I wanted to put it out there that mm-hmm. it, it was designed for a specific reason. Yes. yes. And not to lose a shit ton of weight. Mm-hmm. It was designed for specific health issues. Right that we adapted because we saw it as weight loss and no offense to anyone who's listening right now is diehard keto. Absolutely. If it works for you, I love that for you, yes. but please do your research about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I know, you know, this, and this is just one, I don't know anything else besides keto. Like that's the only thing that like has really, I never did keto. Um, yeah. but I, a lot of people in my life did keto and that's, that's where my, 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 I don't say hatred, but that's where my hatred for fad diets and my hatred for diet culture started is when everyone around me was doing keto. Right. It was so restrictive. It was, it was annoying. Like I'd go out with people and be like, Oh, I'm keto. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't. Okay. Why? (laughs) Why are you keto? Right. I think you have to find what works for you, your lifestyle, your activity levels. I will just Mm -hmm. say this. If you are considering keto out there and you're a very active person, if you lift weights, if you go to the gym, if you do these things, your body really thrives off carbs. Like your body needs carbs in those high intensity situations. And so if you're depleted of carbs, which keto is, um, you will not be able to push as hard in the gym. It's just science. I'm just saying science. You won't be able to push as hard in the gym. You won't be able to recover as well. Um, there's a lot of things that are not, um, great with keto. I think it can work for some people. Some people thrive off it and absolutely love it. And that's amazing. I'm happy for you. Um, but if you are somebody considering it, really try to think about your lifestyle, your goals. Do you want to go to brunch and not be able to enjoy, you know, a piece of toast or have a mimosa because it has sugar? Um, is that going to work with your lifestyle? Because I think there's there's some truth to finding that balance and something that you can stick to long term and that's going to be sustainable. I always say trying to find something that trying to eat how you can eat for life. You have to embody this. It's not just a short-term quick. Um, it's something you have to be able to embody. Like you have to be this lifestyle. Um, with yeah. It's not just a short-term quick thing. Eat for life. I really like that. Yeah. Uh, wow. I really like that a lot. Um, just to touch base really quick about carbs too. So just speaking to also my journey with carbs. Um, yeah, carbs often are looked at as bad. You know, you can't have carbs. Carbs are bad. No, 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 no. Carbs will make you fat. Right. So just for transparency, I have fear foods. I probably have some sort of eating disorder or something with that, but I've always had fear foods and my fear foods were pasta and pizza. Terrified. Wouldn't touch them. Love it. And I would tell myself, I hate them. They're so nasty, gross. Mm -hmm. I enjoy a good margarita pizza, Mm. good brick oven, margarita pizza, pasta, mac and cheese. I can eat that shit all all day. Okay. Um, and it took when, like you just said, working out when I really started to get into lifting and all that stuff, uh, my trainers are like, where are the carbs? Why aren't you eat where, um, I'm like, no, mm -mm, can't eat carbs. So like, no, you'll pass out. And I'm like, no. And I passed out. (laughs) that was a wake up call when I'm lifting I go down to squat and I don't come back up 
that was like a, oh shit, they're kind of right. I do kind of need, I need a little bit of carb, you know? Um, So that leads me into my next question. Do you think there's a direct correlation between mental health and dietary habits? And do you think it would be lucrative if dietitians and psychologists worked in tandem? There is, I think there's a hundred percent a correlation. Um, just a little background, like all my previous experience, I worked in eating disorders. Um, there, we had therapists, we had, um, psychiatrists on staff. So we had a team of mental health experts. And I mean, to be honest, when I work with someone who has a full-blown eating disorder or even disordered eating, like it's not about the food at all. Like I, I feel like I am more of a therapist and I actually had to have a lot of counseling courses in my undergraduate um, and graduate program, just because it's, it's not about the food. A lot of times it's about, you know, um, something mentally going on. So maybe um, we eat for so many reasons, right? We eat because we're stressed, because we're sad, because we're lonely, because we we're bored, we're happy, we're um, excited, like we eat for so many reasons. So I think there is definitely a mental health component with that. Um, I would say 90%, maybe 95, almost all my clients um, struggle with some type of emotional eating where it's like, okay, I had a stressful day at work, I get home and I just ate, you know, a sleeve of Oreos and I, it, it happened. I don't even know what happened. There's definitely a mental component of things. And I also think that, um, well, I think something that's really great too, is even in the sports nutrition world, we were getting um, psychiatrists and therapists as well on staff too. And even in collegiate or professional, like that's starting to come around because I think it, it, again, is like an all encompassing approach. Like I think most of, I mean, I think most people should see therapists. I think they're they're important. They can help us with, you know, all aspects of, of health, but even the food side of things as well. And I think also, you know, there's truth to that. Like when we eat better, we feel better. So like, we're Mm going to have mental clarity, like the carb situation that we're talking about. Um, Mm -hmm. You've heard of like the keto flu. A lot of people, when they start keto, they get this like mental fog, they get this low energy. It's because you're cutting carbs. Our brains thrive off carbs. That's what our brains want um, and really need. And if we don't have that, that's when like the mental, you know, clarity, the energy levels go down. So yeah, there's a component to that too, by fueling your body appropriately, your, the mental health side of things are going to improve as well. So hundred percent of correlation. Um, and yeah, I would love like down the road in my business to like have a therapist on staff where it's like, you know, if you need to talk to somebody about something going on in your life, then that's great because it can impact our food choices and our eating habits and our patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, and I, I wanted to talk about that because I, um, when I went, when I started to build a healthy relationship with food, that's when I noticed that I mentally was better, physically was better. And mm-hmm. I, it opened a door of doing my own research about food. Cause I didn't realize how important food actually was. And I started learning about gut health and you know, what foods work with my gut, like IBS, right? Like IBS, I feel like it's such a blanket term and everyone's like, everyone has IBS. Like everyone on this planet has IBS for sure. Um, and I, I don't know. I like, I think like being into this journey, I, I didn't take that for an answer. <laughs> and I, I started learning about foods. You know, I started learning about green foods and red foods and all these different color foods and like what they do. And even as like a female, like we have hormones, we have all these things that, that 
can counteract and can, can play against each other. And it, when I started, when I started to realize that there, it's not about, it's not about what you don't eat. It's about what you eat. Mm -hmm. You know, it's about what, what you get to enjoy. It's not about what you can't have. It's about what you can have. Yeah. You can have everything. Yeah. You know, and it was me. It was me. I was telling myself, you don't like pizza. You're lying to yourself, like telling yourself that story. <laughs> Literally, people would be like, hey, let's go grab dinner. I'd be like, can't have pizza. Why? Like, why the fuck? Why was I doing that? You know? And I look and I think about it and I, and I look back and I'm like, wow, like I really did have such an unhealthy relationship with, with just pizza. Like, what the fuck? Pizza. <laughs> it's like and- you put these foods on a pedestal. It's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. These quote unquote bad foods. Yeah. It's, it's so goofy, you know? And now at home, I keep two things of pizza dough at my house and I make, I make these beautiful pizzas and you know what I put on them? I put veggies and sauces and cheeses and protein, everything. Yeah. I put all of my, my things that I'm very conscious about on pizza right. and it's, fucking delicious <laughs> it's incredible yeah. and it, it took a lot of like mental like stability really and like learning about food and doing research and talking to people like this that I I was like wow okay please get over this yeah it's just you it's just you and it's okay like it's okay that I went through that I'm really glad that I did and to anyone who's listening like it's okay but the moment that you get to get a grip on your relationship with food I feel like that's when you actually start living Yeah. It's food freedom. It like food freedom. I like that. And you can, I mean, just a sneak peek into what I do. Like we focus on balancing our plate in a certain way. And like what you said, you have pizza, but you're incorporating color. You're adding veggies. You're adding a good source of protein. Like you're making a balanced plate, but it doesn't, you don't have to cut out a certain food group. Like you don't have to cut out carbs. You can still have the carbs. Um, it's mm-hmm. just adding, you know, adding your color, adding your good proteins and mm-hmm. uh, finding that balance. And again, like finding those foods that really nourish you and foods that satisfy and pizza is satisfying mm-hmm. as fuck. Like who doesn't love pizza? I mean, yeah, pizza's amazing. Honestly, honestly. Um, and so that leads me into my, my, my last question. And I want to, I want to give a little spiel real quick before we do this. So just to talk about Alexa's TikTok, TikTok in particular, um, I feel like what you're doing on TikTok is incredible. And the reason why I say this is because TikTok is what I've noticed is a really, really young generation. And all I see on TikTok are these really young um, fitness people, which absolutely no shame to them. Good on you. Mm-hmm. But all I'm seeing is physique. I'm not actually seeing what's behind it. And yeah. when I'm shown what they're eating, it's unrealistic. It's like what I eat today. Completely unrealistic. Yes. You stage there's you stage that. Right. And the reason why I say that is we don't live in a world where all of those things are always accessible if you're not working. Like if you're not working, if you're stayed home, like if you do whatever, fantastic. That's accessible. It's 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 slow pace. But when you're working a full-time job, I'm sorry, I'm not caring. There's no way I'm gonna be able to carry on as able. There's no way. No. And it bothers, it really bothers me. And I know, I know it shouldn't because I'm not, I'm not here to judge. I'm not judging them, but I feel like that that is where I have personally struggled with creating this, 
this meant this, like this mentality, like this thing that I should be doing, like, Oh, I fuck, I should be eating all those things. Like, fuck, why can't I get, why can't I have the time to do all this? It's that comparison and too, I think as well. It's comparison. Yes. And it, it's, it's so goofy, but it's what I'm seeing. And it's all over my TikTok. It's all over my social media and it, you can't help, but feel like shit, you know? Oh, for sure. Even I do like, I have to take a step back and be like, okay, this person's eating that weight. Like, should I be doing that as a dietitian? Like I'd be, and then I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on. And then I, I almost have to take a step back or like, just take a step away from the app for a little bit or, or block those people or get those people like, you know, off my, my feed because it's, it, it can be so triggering. I mean, if it's triggering for me, like mm-hmm. how is it triggering for just the general population who doesn't have a lot of knowledge in nutrition? Right. And what I love about your social media is that you embrace that. You welcome that. Mm-hmm. I'm a real person. It's okay to eat Oreos, eat them in moderation, but also celebrate the fact that you had, like you built the control to not eat the whole sleeve, like you said. Mm-hmm. And right. you talk a lot about balance and how like kind of debunking stuff in like a really fun, lighthearted way. But it's, it's enticing. It, it makes, every time I scroll, I always look at, I always I watch whatever you're showing because it, it's, it's lighthearted and it, but it's not negative. Like you don't bring a negative culture to, to people yeah. that aren't on your level, you know, uh, like, Oh, you eat that. Ew, you're eating this. You know, it's more of like, Hey, it's totally cool, mm-hmm. but here are some good alternatives. Yeah. You know, um, education piece. That's huge that people mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, are lacking. Like if you don't have a degree in nutrition or you haven't, you're not knowledgeable and there's so much information out there. If you just Google, like, best diet, you could spend freaking hours on there, like looking for stuff. So really it's, it's debunking a lot of things or just providing education to where like, you know, you don't have to do a super restrictive, like bad diet, like find what works for you. Just because that fitness person is, you know, drinking her green juice and freaking, you know, making these amazing acai bowls every day. Like, is that realistic? Probably not. Is it staged? Probably. So does that person eat that every single day? Probably. <laughs> so it's really, um, and also knowing that sometimes, you know, social media, it's a, hi- it's a highlight reel for most people. So they're going to share mm-hmm. their best life. And if you're trying to compare your nutrition to theirs, it's going to probably make you feel like shit, but just know that that's probably not real. And that's the big premise of the fucking mentality. And that's a big side of it is social media is, is only what people want to show you. Right. We, we are, we often forget that there are people behind the screen that probably deal with the same shit you do. And that's the whole point of the whole podcast, you know, is to talk about, like Alexa just said, she's a registered dietitian. She has master degrees and years of experience, but still deals with this. Yes. She's not inhumane. She's not a robot. She's a human. Yeah. And it it's showing vulnerability like that is, is just so, especially with food. Showing like being honest and saying, Hey, like I, I did have a, hell, a shitty relationship with food. And that's what, you know, that's what enticed me to be this person to help other people with this relationship with food. That is so like that. That's just, it's beautiful to me. And I wish more people would embrace that and really dig deep. Like, why are you in the industry that you're in? You know, like right. you just said it yourself. I struggled with this my whole life. So I want to help people. And I think too, the food thing is, is key as well, but like the body image piece, like I was talking yeah. about and even myself, I'm like, I have bad body image days. We're females. We get our 
periods. We, we get bloating, we get all the things. Like I was trying on clothes the other day and I had to stop. Cause I was like, you know what? I don't feel good right now. I'm going to come mm-hmm. back tomorrow and, you know, go shopping tomorrow. I just don't mm-hmm. feel good right now. And so it's kind of like taking a step back and knowing that like, you know, everybody struggles with this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just, you know, I'm not magic just because I'm a dietitian. Like everybody struggles with it. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. as professional, you guys yeah. heard it first as a professional. Yeah, absolutely. She's real. <laughs> but yes, at least my last question, what are your specialties? What is your mission? What is the point of what you're doing? Like, why do you, why do you do what you do? I mean, you kind of touched base on it, but I want to know like, where, where do you, what's your next step? Like, where do you plan on taking this? Yeah. So right now, um, again, my, my private practice, I primarily work with busy women who have really poor self-confidence, um, wanting to lose weight, have tried every fad diet under the sun. Nothing works for them. They can't figure out, um, you know, why they're not losing weight, but they have this strong desire to, um, also all the other aspects of health too: the sleep, the stress management, energy levels. Um, I touched on body image, emotional eating, all of the things. So it's an all encompassing aspect. Um, we don't just focus on nutrition in my program, but I really try to help women find that balance and learn how to eat for life. So in my program, um, you know, we work together, we set goals every single week. They're small, achievable, attainable goals that build over time. Small goals is what's going to get you to that big end goal. It's not like, okay, I got to, you know, go from zero to 100 in one day. Like, let's take it slow. Mm-hmm. So my program is a three month minimum commitment. Um, just so people okay. can really start developing and finding that balance with food. Um, and then I really, you know, tell my clients, once you're able to do this on your own, once you figure out a a pattern that works for you. Once you're able to learn how to eat for life, which is my little quote, um, you know, you can spread your wings and, you know, we're, we're done working together. Um, Mm -hmm. so once they feel like they can do it on their own, that's when I'm, I'm confident. Um, but things always creep up, you know, like the, you know, like you said, that fitness professional on TikTok, or my best friend just lost 10 pounds doing a carnivore diet or whatever the case is. So it's really debunking a lot of that stuff. And my, my primary, primary focus Um, My three pillars are education. I think that's huge support for my clients. A lot of people just don't have the support that they need to hit their goals. And then that accountability piece too, because sometimes it's that tough love aspect as well. Like, you know what? You deserve to find a time to work out. You deserve Mm -hmm. to find a time to move your body. So let's figure out how that's going to work for you. Um, I always say like, you know, this is a quote, but self-love isn't selfish. Like putting yourself first is not selfish. Um, selfish. I'm writing literally like I'm writing like notes of like what you're oh, saying yeah. right now. So yeah. yeah, I love it. Um, and I think too, just, I've been there as well. Like I've, I've worked a million hour work weeks, put my health on the back burner. Um, I've struggled with my weight. I've struggled with my eating. Like I've, I've been there. So that's what I can relate to my clients with as well. Um, but when I see like a woman, like just a, a, a mom who gets into those old jeans again, or, mm-hmm. um, loses like the weight that she's wanted like that, my heart like melts. That's like absolutely my, my favorite thing in the world. Um, so it just makes me feel so good. So that's really, um, my mission and what I do. I work with people one-on-one right now. And then, um, I do do group coaching a couple times throughout the year also, but I'm also working on a course. So it's kind of like a lower investment opportunity where you can kind of do a self-paced course with nutrition. And it's a lot of debunking those fad diets. So that's what is coming up, but really, you know, learning how to eat for life is, is my motto. Dude, what a course. Yeah. Is down a court. A course is coming. A course. 
Yes. To debunk nutrition. All the things. Yes. And just really teaching people like how to balance their plate. And so that'll be, that's, some- a, that's incredible. What the hell? Yeah. I'm excited. Of course, guys, it has taken me like a lot of self-discipline to really search and look through like legitimate arc articles about food so long. So to have a registered dietitian who has all these years of experience to make a course, <laughs> you have not guys. I would, <laughs> oh my God. That's a crap dude. I, I will be the first person to purchase that course. Thank oh, you very much. Appreciate you on that top of the list. There we go. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I'm excited. So it's really great. I mean, as you know, you know, being self-made is so, so awesome because you can do whatever you want. You know, you're your own boss and mm-hmm. you can tweak things how you want. And you don't have to answer to anybody, which is awesome. Yep. So, yep. yeah. Wow. So you hear, you heard it first, guys. This is, this is a person who is dedicated to honestly empowering, empowering women and men too, I'm sure, but just in general, just how empowering individuals by creating a healthy relationship with food mm-hmm. and debunking what society has has deemed as healthy or yeah. whatever it's it's kind of teaching you that i always say you are your own destiny you have the control right. you it's all all in your hands you know i'm going to help you hear the tools and i really like that you said education support and accountability because those are really just the three things that make um make like a strong relationship you know yeah. Um, with, with anything like a strong relationship with like mental health, a strong relationship with, with your job, education, support, accountability, you know, all those things. And I really love learn how to eat for life. That's actually going to be the title of this podcast is learn how to eat for life because, uh, I've never heard that. Mm-hmm. And that is so, that is so key. You know, yeah. I, I stopped the whole diet because I hated diet culture. Um, it was taking over me, you know, Oh, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. Blah, 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 you know, Um, and I, I realized that it it didn't work for me and it was ruining my mental health, you know? And as soon as I realized, wow, okay. Food is your friend. Mm -hmm. You, you, Lisa, you can have, like, I had a muffin on my way to work today and it it was, it was a, a banana nut. It was a vegan banana nut muffin from Trader Joe's and it had chocolate in it, had sugar, had carbs, had all these things. Would I have done that probably even just a year ago? Probably not. Yeah. It's fuel. Yeah. It, this is, this is going to help me jumpstart my morning. I do have some fresh fruits waiting for me. You know, I got to try to balance somehow, some way. But as soon as I realized, like, and it, it re-solidifies every time I see your page, like Lisa, it's just balance. It's just balance. Like, it's okay. It's just balance. You just got to balance. Um, and just those little things on TikTok like that. It's, it's like, it pops up when I need it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's it's and that's why I, I like as soon as I launched podcast, I was like, I gotta I gotta contact Alexa. Oh, I love First it. person in my brain, I gotta contact oh. Alexa. Uh, no, that literally makes my heart melt. Like that is why I do what I do. So I appreciate you and and the fact that you know we don't work together. Like you're not my client, but you just see my my free content out there and you yeah. get you know a lot of information from it. So that I appreciate that a ton. Yeah, literally a ton. Like you're the only page that I look I go to if I'm like fuck. Oh, what is wrong with me today? You know, and it just, it happens to pop up. I'm like, okay, like you're doing okay. Like it's totally fine. You know, and the body image thing, you know, like looking at myself in the mirror and it's, you know, it ebbs and flows, ebbs and flows. I'm definitely getting better, but it's learning, yeah, getting an even better relationship with food is helping that body image every day, you know? Right. 
Mm-hmm. 100%. So, what do you got for me? What, what questions? What do you got for me? Yeah. Let's see. So, we kind of t- touched on this a little bit, but what have you struggled with health and nutrition wise when you were a part of that hustle culture? Um, and did you put your health on the back burner during this time? God, yeah. <laughs> um, something that I struggled with my whole life is being skinny. I've always, always, always been this really stick, like stick thin skinny girl. It's just my genetic makeup. And I had to accept that. And being a part of hustle culture made it even worse because I wouldn't eat. And, and then I would binge eat and then I'd gorge, you know? So I was still really stick skinny, but I had a pouch and terrible gut health. You know, I, I would poop maybe twice a week. That's maybe, you know, um, and my nutrition and my health, what was that? Yeah. I have no idea. No. And it was, it was, I was living in survival mode. So surviving in hustle culture, which is (laughs) gone. But on top of that, it was, it was just anything I could grab just, just because I was hungry. Like there, I didn't eat for a purpose. I didn't eat with a purpose. I'd eat just for, just for the fuck of it. Like, Oh, I'm going to grab a a bag of potato chips because it's been like a day since I've eaten. Yeah. Like or I just need a little something. Two minutes here. I might as you know, I need to grab something and this is the closest thing and all that I can find. Cause I don't have I don't I didn't prepare, you know. I don't have time. Yeah, I don't have time. I don't no. have time. And I would always say that, oh I sorry, I don't have time right now. Like I uh I don't really have time. I don't have like what do you fucking mean you don't have time to eat? Right. How, how ludicrous does that sound? Right. Um and putting my health on the back burner, absolutely. Because what I learned through my journey with health, with with health and food, is yes. Yeah, so my spinal injury that that's a whole other you know whole other topic. But I didn't I didn't realize how much food could cause inflammation in your body because if your body doesn't digest it, if you're having a reaction to the food, it causes inflammation. Yeah, and it, it's painful. And as a woman, we are so susceptible to just different different things. Like we have we just our hormones and our body is just different. And it, for every single person on this earth, men too, you know, not just, exclu- you know, not excluding men, but I didn't, it, when I had the, the spinal injury, it was a, first of all, I spiraled and it was fucking awful. Mm-hmm. And B, I, I didn't want to eat because I didn't want to gain weight because I couldn't move. Mm-hmm. You're not burning the calories off. Well, supposedly, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to drink water and exist. Mm-hmm. And it was really, it was, it was awful. Yeah. And when I started with the, my aha moment is when uh, my friend Mandy called me and she had, um, she also suffers with this, this very similar thing. And she was like, you don't have to let this consume you. Like you don't have to, you don't have to sit in this. Like there are options to get out of this. And, you know, if you want to continue in this industry and if you want to continue with these people and continue with these relationships, you've really got to get a handle on it. And I don't, oh, I know what it is. So I started working with some trainers and then they started teaching me about food. And then it kind of just like, yeah, wait, food is related to, to that. Like, do, if I really eat differently, if I, if I, if I am intentional about what I eat, my back could probably heal. Mm-hmm. And I started doing research. That's what, that's what started it. And that's, that's when, that's the moment when I was like, hold on, fuck hustle culture. I don't fucking need to work my ass off. Fuck this. I am not doing this because now 
if I continue down hustle culture, I won't be behind the chair in a year. That was not an option for me. So what was my option? I had to adapt and I had to overcome. And I started learning about food. I, I, I went plant-based. I went cold turkey plant-based and I completely detoxed my body of everything that was just bad. And like, I got it. Like I, I got, it was like, it was like freeing. Like I, I felt like I had, I'd like lost all this weight, you know, um, just by eating healthier. And I, that's, that's where it started. Like that's as soon as I, as soon as that, the spinal injury happened. And then I talked to my friend Mandy and I talked to the, to the fitness trainers. It was like, so many people had to be like, Hey, get it together. Yeah. Well, um, I think a lot of people yeah. are, Oh, I'm not, I'm not moving. Like, you know, you have an injury or you broke your leg or whatever. So I'm sitting on the couch all day, but actually like in order for that part of your body to heal, like you have to fuel it with food. Um, and then also just the education piece around the fact that we burn so many calories just by sitting, like as we're sitting yeah. here talking, like we're just burning calories. And that's where most of our calories out of the day that we burn come from is just for our body to like live for our organs to function, for us to breathe, for our heart to beat. Um, and so to neglect your body by not fueling it is like, you know, one of the worst things you can do. So I'm so glad that you, you know, figure this out and you, I mean, and the fact that you just like did your own research and freaking just jumped in is so incredible. How Thank did you. you find that? Um, like after you started eating better, that your, was your injury healing a lot faster than it probably was when you were mm -hmm. you know, eating, not eating or eating pretty crappy? Yeah. Um, so what initially happened, I was stuck at like a 90 degree angle for about six months. Like I was literally stuck in this position for about six months and I work like that too. Um, as soon as I started going plant-based and I started to, you know, I, I cut out everything and then started incorporating everything. Yeah. As soon as I did that, that's when the pain started to subside. Like that's when like my body wasn't swollen mm -hmm. and I, yes, like the, the, basically the inflammation wasn't allowing my muscles to let go of my spine. Cause it was, you know, it's going to yeah. protect it. Um, my, the, the injury is permanent. Like it's always going to be there. It's always going to be painful. Um, but that's when everything started to kind of like mellow out mm -hmm. and the treatment that I was doing actually started helping. Whereas the treatment before, when I was still inflamed and still eating, not eating or eating like shit, um, it was actually making it worse. Mm -hmm. And that's even what like my new doctors were saying, you know, I'm glad that you switched doctors. It was this whole thing, whatever. Um, but yeah, as soon as I, and he wasn't, I shouldn't even say just food related. As soon as I switched my mentality about food, that's when I started healing. Mm-hmm. Cause like you said, in order for the injury to actually heal, you have to feed like putting the spore on a cut, right? Yeah. Like that's how it heals. Yeah. Food's exactly the same way. hundred percent. Good food from the mm -hmm. earth that we live on into your body. I mean, I'm also like super spiritual. So like the electromagnetic field, like I think it's a really beautiful thing now that being plant-based has taught me a lot about, you know, grabbing that energy and putting that energy in my body and it just keeps me grounded to the earth. And like, that's a whole other thing, but there is something so beautiful about that. And that I like internally, like mentally, I, I feel so empowered to eat vegetables, you know, like these are so good, you know, and I know they're so healthy for me. This is so much fun, you know, instead of just eating to survive, it's eating with a purpose. Yeah. I think that's so true too. It's like all the foods that grow in the ground are good for us. Like there's some... every single one of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it's really like, you know, the spirituality thing is there because it's 
very interesting that, oh, there's an apple okay. that grows from a tree. You can eat this and this is like freaking amazing for you. Literally. Yeah. Mind blowing. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And of course, like you don't want to eat a magic mushroom because you might die, but that's a totally different thing. Yeah. <laughs> there's you know, those berries out there. Uh. You know, don't touch those. But yeah. yeah, there's, there's something so honestly, so beautiful about eating from the earth. Mm-hmm. And that's once I, like I work out barefoot, I, 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 that was like a newer habit that I started instilling for my new trainers. Mm-hmm. And once I really started to like get in tune with my body and my feet touching the ground and like, you like, like I said, the elect- electromagnetic fields and, um, then realizing like there's food that comes from that too. And how that kind of, you know, yeah. I, I started to look at all the things I'd done in the past, like the diets and stuff, how it restricts you from certain vegetables and certain things. And I'm like, like why? Fruit. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like it's a, I get it. It's sugar. It's natural sugar. Yeah. And it comes from the earth. Fiber and fruits and, and vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. So Which now our gut. <laughs> right. Right. It's fantastic for your gut. Exactly. So now the way I look at my food right now is, which is probably, I'm still like, you know, okay. There's like two spectrums, right? Like unhealthy and healthy, right? <laughs> now I'm getting better, but now I look at things in a sense of, okay, I know this, this certain vegetable is very fibrous. It has to be on my plate today. I haven't had a lot of fiber today. So I got to do that protein. I pick my protein and then I pick some sort of carb and some sort of fat as well. Um, so I, I, I kind of want to shift a little bit from that because it, it did get a little obsessive for a little bit. Cause I was like, Whoa, I know so much about food now. I'm going to freaking do this all the time. You know? Um, right. that, that balance I didn't have, like once I learned about it, I was like, Oh no, processed food. No, you're crazy. You know? Um, like you almost went from one end to the other, like eating really crap, yeah. eating like so well. So like, you're kind of trying to find this balance. so well. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So right now I'm in that process of trying to find a balance, but I do eat with intent. I just, I, my health is no longer on the back burner. I, I do say no to certain things cause I know that they will cause a flare up and I know when I'm having a flare up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that, you know, it's, I don't care that I might look goofy at the restaurant because I don't, I don't want to eat X, Y, Z. I know what's good for my body. And I, I, I'm eating with intent, eating with health. And mm-hmm. of course I'll, I'll have a couple bites of your food, but I know that those things aren't really that good for me. Mm-hmm. Like me they're personally, not, they're not serving you personally. Exactly. Right. Right. Me personally, mm-hmm. you eat, babe, you eat it. You <laughs> eat like steak. I can't eat steak. Uh, beef is just not really red meat. just not really a thing for me. It makes me, it makes my stomach hurt. Mm-hmm. So, babe, you eat that sirloin, babe. You go ahead, boo. Right. It. Mm-hmm. I really did that well for me, and I, yeah, and it, it also had to take a little bit of me to not judge people, and it, it was a, a little bit of a hunch, like a little bit of a, you know, a pedestal of my, like, oh, I'm gonna eat healthy, and I know it's good for me. Like, oh, you're gonna eat that? Mm-hmm. That's fucked up, Lisa. That's yeah. fucked up. Like I get that a lot just as a dietitian because, you know, I'll be out to dinner and people are like, oh my gosh, you, you, you're going to order this, you know, the salad, or you're going to order the healthiest thing on the menu. It's like, no, not necessarily. I'm going to eat what one sounds good. And two, what's going to feel my body. And, you know, I might have something that satisfies me too. Some of the fun foods that I enjoy. So I'm, I'm going to find that balance. It's not that I'm, you know, only going to eat the, the shitty foods and I'm not only going to eat the healthy foods. I'm going to find that balance and really what sounds good at that time too. Right. No. Exactly. 
and what works for you. I think that's the, the what whole works thing. for you. Yeah. That's like, like if anyone can take anything from this fucking podcast, this yeah. episode, this is going on YouTube too. Mm-hmm. Please find what works for you. Yeah. Don't Comparison. do what the neighbor's doing. Don't do no. what the trainer's doing. Don't do no. what your significant other's doing. Find what is going to work for you. Exactly. If you feel good about it, fuck them. Yeah. Right. Fuck your mentality. You like doing this. If it serves your purpose, if you enjoy it, if you are healthy, if you view yourself as healthy, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love that for you. I mean, yeah. Grant, there's all certain levels of actually being healthy, but anyway. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Love it. Yeah. All right. Next one. Yeah. Um, we kind of answered this a little bit, but yeah, yeah. how has it changed you for, I mean, how, I mean, obviously physically with your injury, nutrition has changed you for the better. Any like mental, mental clarity or anything mentally coming up for you as far as health goes that nutrition, once you start adopting this, this healthier eating pattern, um, anything mentally come up there? Oh my gosh. Yes. I, I found myself being so aggressive and being so, um, irritable and very, um, angry like hot. Yeah. I was super angry. Yeah. Um, and I almost felt like I could never have actual like mental clarity, like my anxiety through the fucking roof, but I never identified my anxiety. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was like this, this like revelation of, Oh, okay. I, I guess I do kind of anxiety. And then I went plant based and I was like, Whoa, I don't have to be, I don't have to be anxious. Like I don't have to be like this really tense, really, you know, like hot and heavy individual. No. And it, I do believe that there, like, absolutely. There is an absolute correlation between what your dietary habits are and also your health, your, um, your anxiety, your depression, your whatever the case may be. Um, and that's, you know, that's my own journey too, is do my own research about that. Cause I think that's really interesting. Side note, I went to school for psychology for like a year and a half, and I really wanted to be a developmental psychologist and deal with children and kind of like do all that stuff because my childhood wasn't that great. Um, And it, I've always been intrigued by like the brain, like how, how your mental health works, like how, how the brain fucking works. And yeah, it just Mm -hmm. seeing how it's not even just food, but just looking at the world differently nutritionally um like i said the earth and all that stuff really shifted just my sleeping patterns my 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 judgment you know um just a lot of different things yeah and it's i wish more people understood the genuine effects of food yeah absolutely i i'm not i'm not against medicine but when i when I went through that detox period of when I, with the spinal injury, like when that happened and I was crazy intentional about my food and I was just crazy about all of that. That's when my brain really shifted into being super holistic, holistic. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, my dog's barking. Um, because I, I personally didn't need my Bayer's, um, back in body, whatever anymore. Need it anymore. Yeah. Nope. I didn't need that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, if I felt like I was having a flare up, I would just take a look at my diet. I would take a look at, you know, what's going in my body right now. 
and shift that. So I look at, I look at food first now instead of like a bandaid. And that's just me though, you know, but hello. So yeah, it's, it's been, it's been really exciting. Cause I, I don't, I don't talk about food on my social media. I don't really talk about like my dietary habits in social media. I don't talk about any of that stuff on social media. And the only reason being is I wasn't hundred percent comfortable with it. And I didn't, I didn't ever want to come from a place of judgment. <clears throat> and that's mm-hmm. why I wanted to talk to you too, is just to hear, hear what you had to say. Cause it kind of validated like how I think, Yeah, you know, so now I even feel more comfortable being like, Hey, this is my friend, Alexa. She, what I just said to you, she will give it to you way better. And she will actually help you, mm-hmm. you know? And that's like the whole point of, of this is also <coughs> Zeus. Sorry. <coughs> Hold on one second. <coughs> Stop. I'm literally on a fucking phone call. And now you want to act like an ass. Oh, he's been good this whole time. <laughs> okay, go, go sit down just My for a is, second, okay? Waking up right now, she's staring at me in the eyes. I'm like, oh, don't, don't she's look like, at me. Hey, <laughs> um, oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, 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 so yeah, the whole point of this is also to yes, to help help Alexa out as well. And to kind of put you on, not put you on the map, but put you on the map because I, I don't know, I don't have any other dietitians or nutritionists on my page. Um, and honestly, it's because I haven't found the right people. I don't, I don't love everyone's approach. And that's just my opinion. Um, I really enjoy your approach because your approach isn't just about food. Mm-hmm. It's about at encompassing your internal self. Yes. And I think that's really important um, to put out on social media because we live in a world where it's all about image. It's all about what you see. It's all about that. It's not actually what's going inside your body, but that's, that's bullshit. It's all about what goes in your body and no one wants to talk about it. You know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So I love that. I, what's your handle again? Um, at Alexa Eisenberg RD Instagram mm-hmm. and uh, Facebook or I'm sorry, Instagram and TikTok. And then my Facebook group is just ask Alexa health and nutrition group. It's a private Facebook group. I have like all sorts of info on there. I go live every week, talk about a different topic related to health and nutrition recipes. We do challenges in there. It's all free. It's all just fun. Um, so it's a, a private Facebook group on there. So I love that. I am going to be putting all of this information in the bio in the YouTube and my podcast guys. Give her a follow. Just go, just go follow. Even if you're like, I don't care about food and nutrition, just follow. Cause I promise you, you'll take something from something. I promise you. And it's going to pop up on your feed when you least expect it. And you're like, oh shit. That's, oh, okay. You know, it's not, <laughs> the timing will be perfect. It's almost like a gentle call out, you know? Yeah. Right. It's a very gentle call out. And yeah, her approach, like I said, her approach to food is to embrace food. It's to be welcoming. It's, it's a safe place. And that's, that's really what drew me to it. Cause it's not, it's not this like rigorous thing. Like you got to follow X, Y, Z. It's like yeah. I said, she talks about balance. She talks about what works for you. It's really important to find what works for you. And, um, I value that. I value that a lot. And I, I appreciate you taking the time to be on this, on this call and yeah. everyone who's listening, please just, just, just be kind to yourself, man. Just, just be kind. Yeah. No judgment. And I don't, I don't hold any judgment either. Like 
you know, if you're, if you're coming to my page and you want to shoot me a DM and you're struggling because you eat fast food every single day, like I'm not here to judge you. I'm here to help you. Um, I've, I've seen everything, you know, so don't, don't hesitate to reach out too. If you're struggling with something, I'd be happy to chat with you through the DMs. Mm-hmm. You hear that ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> go call her right now. Okay. <laughs> Well, I thank you so much. I actually learned a lot from this too. Um, I got, I took notes as you, as you see my little, my little page, I wanted to write down more, but I was like listening, you know, Um, if there's, if if there's something to take away from this is you deserve to be able to do these things. That's really what like really stuck out to me. Um, And self-love. Mm-hmm. Self-love isn't mm-hmm. selfish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If, if there's anything to take away from this is you deserve to be able to live this healthy life and healthy looks different to everyone, but it's, it's great to have someone on your side who will help you understand that. Yeah, so. I'm here to just guide. I, I guide and you, you're the, the leader. I'm just helping figure out what's working for you, what's not, and finding an approach that works for you long-term and something that you can stick to long-term. Like, you know, I think so many people are in this restrictive, like, oh, fad diet type of mentality where it's like, how is that going to work after you're done with the fad diet or you get off the fad diet, you're going to go back to your old eating habits. So it's really embodying and making this a lifestyle change that you can stick to long-term. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, guys, like I said, I'm going to put all of this in the links, links in bio. (laughs) Um, Thank you everyone to listening to the first podcast about the fuck you mentality. This is Alexa. I'm not Eisenberg, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Alexa Eisenberg, a registered dietitian who has years of experience (laughs) and knowledge. Oh, there it is. (laughs) Dang it. Um, Thought I could go full time without the bark. (laughs) We're so close. We were. Um, Yes. Thank you everyone so much for listening. And I look forward to you guys reaching out to Alexa and just having a conversation, man. Just have a conversation. It's a safe place. Okay. hundred percent safe place. All right. Thank you everyone. There you go. Thank you.